welcome to our channel. So today we are talking about something about the Asian diaspora. There are always conflicts between first-generation immigrants and the American-born Chinese. It is a very common phenomenon in films and novels. So what causes these conflicts, and which identity do second-generation immigrants feel more fit in? Today we invite Henry to discuss with us about these controversial issues in Tiger Tail and the Farewell. So Henry, let's first talk about the conflicts between the two cultures. I believe this is a very common phenomenon in Asian diaspora. Henry, did you find these conflicts in the Tiger Tail? Yes, Tiger Tail is a story of people who came to the United States to seek development opportunities before Taiwan's economy took off in the 1950s. In this movie, Grover has a stretched relationship with his daughter and his, and he was struggling between the American dream and his hometown. The film adopts two-line narrative mode. On the one side, Grover's life in the United States is described, and on the other side, Grover recalls his youth in Taiwan and his struggle when he first came to the United States. In this way, this film shows the inner conflicts, confusion, and loneliness of a man who has been away from his hometown for many years. I believe this can strike a strong echo with many people living in a foreign land. Of course, the personality of people in Asia is much more restrained than that of people in Western countries. With such personalities, Asian people bear too much pressure, suppressing themselves and not knowing how to communicate and express their feelings. Well, I remember in Grover's childhood, his grandma told him, don't cry and be strong. This kind of education can deeply reflect Grover's personality and puts significant pressure on him. Even after years of living in the United States, this pressure which formulated by Grover's childhood are always there, leading to his emotional isolation. The isolation is so severe that even when his own daughter tries to communicate with him, he just keeps avoiding and refusing over and over again. This makes me think of the farewell. In that movie, the conflict of Chinese culture and American culture is also reflected, especially their different view on life and death, individualism and collectivism. The concept of tell or don't tell held by family members in China represents a traditional Eastern perspective. That's true. Chinese society is a place where the will of the family is particularly emphasized. Therefore, people believe that it's their responsibility to choose the less painful way for grandma, that is hiding the truth. They think it's the fear of death that really kills people. So the last family reunion was framed as a happy event under the pretext of a wedding, and no one mentions death. But for Billy, who grew up in the United States, believes that in a society where individual wishes are respected, it's not only common sense, but also required by the law that everyone has the right to know about his or her medical conditions. She couldn't understand how her relatives in China could hide the truth of death from her closest family. I think we should consider the reasons why people moving to America. Well, there are some differences. The first kind is a group of people who are forced to come to the United States as a labor. These people tend to have less feelings for their homeland. And there are another group of people who come for the American dream, as embodied in the Tiger Tail. They imagine that life in America was so rosy, but it's not. 
They need to support themselves by doing heavy works. Life is totally different than their imagination. That's true. When people were young, they always had a beautiful imagination about unknowing things. They think that they could leave all the unhappiness behind and live happily ever after in a new place. Yes, in Tiger Tail, Grover came to America with this idea in mind. Between his mother, girlfriend, and his boss's daughter, Grover chose the boss's daughter, who can give him a brighter future and let him go to America. But the contrast between the ideal and reality, coupled with the filter of memories. Lead to his strong and eternal nostalgia for their hometown. I also noticed that there is an obvious feature in both films: that is, first-generation immigrants have deeper feelings for China, while second-generation immigrants show more entanglement and a conflict between these two cultures. So, what influence the behavior of different generations? I think we should start with a different upbringing. The first generation of immigrants who grew up in China received traditional Chinese education and have more Chinese characteristic. For example, in Farewell, Billy's uncle in Japan is very resistant to his cultural identity of Japan, believing that Chinese people are Chinese all their lives and cannot say that they're from other countries. But by the time the next generation is born, first-generation immigrants have largely reached economic prosperity. So second-generation immigrants are growing up in very different circumstances than their parents. Yes, their living conditions are much better than their parents. Second-generation immigrants were born in the United States and grew up in there, received Western education, and communicated with American people. It's not a surprise that they have more obvious American characteristics, even though their parents may have taught them about their origin and descent, as well as Chinese culture. The environment of second-generation immigrants is still completely different from that of their parents. The collision of these two different cultural systems leads to their confusion about their identity. They can't find a sense of belonging in both cultures, so they have to suffer great inner pressure and struggle. And I find an interesting point in the farewell. I noticed that Billy and her cousin, who is a second-generation immigrant immigrant in Japan, reacted in two totally different ways towards this fake wedding. Billy's cousin didn't show any resistance towards the whole thing, while Billy, who grew up in a Western country, is more of an outlier by comparison. Well, this may be because. Japan and China both belong to Eastern Asian culture, so these two cultures have many similarities in how to handle the issue of life and death. So, which identity do you think that American-born Asians feel more fitting? This is a very controversial topic, and different people may have different views on it. So, let's hear some different opinions. I think each generation of immigrants may have many different attitudes, but one characteristic is that they are all working together to create their own American dream, and also trying to maintain their national characteristics. Each generation of overseas Chinese, on the one hand, yearns to fit in; on the other hand, feel very lonely. Growing background, educational environment, and social groups have a certain impact. I think they are all trying to be as American as possible. Definitely, the United States. How did 
deeply can someone burn and breathe in the United States feel about China? One generation of immigrants has many original values, and by the second generation, almost all of them are American values. Like the story of Lu Charan, a second-generation immigrant who joined the Marines in the United States and fought first the Japanese and then the Chinese in the Korean War. You can't say it's wrong, but you might still feel a little uncomfortable emotionally. Different positions, different circumstances. There's nothing to judge. So, we didn't come to a conclusion in our discussion. There are significant differences among different groups of people, whose embedded personalities would profoundly influence their sense of belonging. Still, I deeply believe that both cultures have a very strong influence on immigrant communities. Although the interweaving of two cultures may lead to some contradictions and even conflict, it also can help people to shape sound values. Yes, we always tend to focus on some bad effects, but the good side should not be ignored. In the future, we can study how to reduce the negative effects of cultural conflicts, and in the meantime, try to explore and exploit advantages from it. No matter where we are and how we live, we should never forget where we come from, and also respect any other cultures. So this is the end of today's discussion. Thank you for everyone's listening. And if you have any questions, you can leave me a comment.